This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Kuralt, CBS News, WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday, WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus Adbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Kemp. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is... Hey, Kaiser. Hi, y'all. Well, that's good. This is Aunt Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Chris Cooley, Sam Beard, and Jim Reed, and Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam, and greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Ed is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. With a nocturne, we send as our best this is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venter's WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raleigh. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Raley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 10.09. By golly, it is really, as usual, passed very quickly. And uh, Miss Clapp is, is off again today. She'll be back with us next week, I do believe. And Brother Rufus is here in all his glory. I asked you off here, anything else to, to get off off your chest today? Everything everything else is so Well, it, let's, let's let it flow as it comes. All right. No more concerns. Uh, Phil, <laughs> Phil, what about you? You, uh, you doing okay? I'm good. Still, still after two hours of this? I'm good. I'm good. I'll tell you. It's, yeah. it's like a vacation to me. Just like you said, it's not really work. No, it's, it's, it's this, this is not work. No, no, it's, um, it's nice to get to talk with people and, yeah, and try to help them with things that, that are, that's going on with their landscape. 
Now, when I in their life back in the day when I did six hours on Ooh. Saturday and I did two talk shows and basically a news type show, and I was running that was two hours and I was running the controls for all of it. That was work. That was real. I felt like I had had uh, had worked. You know, had yeah. earned my pay. I can imagine. I'm glad Mr. Curtis thinks I I work hard. I I try. Uh, I'll tell you right. another hardworking person is somebody else who owns their own business. You talk about hardworking when you own your own business. Yep. <laughs> Nelsa Cox. Nelsa, I'm so glad to talk to you in the new year. Hey, Nelsa. Hey, everyone. Hey, Happy Nels. New year. Good Happy morning. New Year. Now, are, are you driving? Yes, sir. Are you going to the beach? I'm headed the other way. I'm, I'm actually headed over towards uh, Fort Mill, South Carolina. Fort Mill, South Carolina. Wow. Now, are you lost? I mean, is that where you want to go? Or <laughs> that's, that's where I pointed my compass, so I hope I get there. Are you heading to Atlanta or someplace? Or? No, I'm, I'm actually um, <laughs> I'm going to buy a Ford today. I don't know if I should go with first on, first on race day or found on road dead. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Well, uh, I, I hope you make it wherever you, you're going safely, and I'm so glad you called. I'm, I, we always love talking to you, whether you're on the show or just, just kind of popping in here and there. So uh, we, we've talked about a variety of things this morning. The last thing we talked about was chokeberry trees or, or shrubs. Or You, you, yeah. se- you sell a lot of those. We don't sell a lot. I think I have uh, two or three left, and I think – the berries are kind of done on them. Um, the birds kind of come in and rip it out. Yeah, that's that's uh, the the attraction. I I don't know if it's a great plant. I think it's a pretty reliable plant. I don't know if it's considered a native plant, but I they, the birds do love them. Absolutely, and our feathered friends they they need all the the feed and nutrients they can get this time of year. Now, is uh, the Garden Hut open? Uh, are y'all open this week, uh, this coming week? We, we're going to um, take a little break. We're going to open back up um, January the 7th, I believe it is. Okay. Uh, that Thursday. And um, we're, we're working on getting some more plants in. We've had some beautiful camellia japonicas. And even through that hard freeze, I mean, we still have some beautiful uh, flowers and bud sets, and uh, we always look forward to uh, the different seasons, and, and this is one of my favorites. You know, you love to see it come and all the beauty it brings, and, um, and then we'll be looking forward to spring. I was talking about my two winter sweet plants, so my, my favorites, and they still uh, have leaves on them, yellow leaves. <laughs> I mean, they, they've still got fall color. And I, I think at some point, I mean, you can smell the, the fragrance wafting a, across the landscape from the flowers, but the 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 leaves usually hang, hang on a long time, but the, extra long this year. Yeah, and I've got some uh, prunus mume starting to bud. Yeah, we were talking about that, too. They, they, uh, so it's, they'll, they'll be uh, January blooming at some point, I suppose. That's right, this January. Yeah, that's and, these and quince. That's, I've got some quince budding up uh, now. Wow. So, by the way, we were so sorry to hear about your father. Yes. Yeah, 
Yeah, I was I was going to mention that uh, again. Uh, now that we have you on the air, but yeah, we were we were very sorry to hear that. And, and well, thank you, thank you very much. And um, you know, we got some beautiful edgeworkia that are heavily budded, and and there too, Mike, they're hanging on to some of their leaves um, a little bit uh, unusual for this. Yeah, time. we we've been talking about that for weeks. Mine have finally finally fallen off they they really drooped we had a maybe last week when we had yeah, some that 20, really cold 20, weather that that finally did them in we have a, a rather large um uh, chinese fringe tree on the farm and uh, it's a beautiful tree and it it held on to its leaves up until last week when we had that two days of real hard cold and they finally dropped off with all the wind that swept by, and uh, now I've got to rake. But it's too wet. Goodness gracious, it's so wet. Chinese yes, fringe tree. That's what I call a Laura Pendulum. Pendulum. Well, it, it, it's the uh, the Cayenneensis retusus, so it's not the, the native uh, old man's beard. The old, the native. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking of, the grandfather's beard, which yeah. are, are interesting plants mostly for for the springtime bloom. I think I don't know. Do you consider them have to have a, a year-round interest? Um, to some degree, um, especially the the Chinese fringe tree, which, by the way, um, it is a relative to to the Lorpedulum brucis. So uh, that's kind of why it's also referred to as, as a fringe or Chinese fringe. But um, I guess if you say Chinese fringe with the Lorpedulum, it's more like a shrub versus Right. Chinese French trees, the Cyanthus retusus. Wow. Uh, we we also talked about Daphne's. Do you, uh, <laughs> have you had Daphne's for sale for a while, or it's yours? I have not. Uh, I didn't get any last year, and I've come up empty-handed this year. Um, talked to a couple growers. I, I think Homewood has them. At Logan's has a few, uh, but it's our grower in the area um he kind of got out of the, the nursery business so it's just it's, unless you pull them in from from the west coast it's just hard to find them wow yeah, that's really too bad because they're so popular and <laughs> and we have to buy them fairly often or at least some some, some <laughs> yeah. of us do or or keep oh a good gosh. stock of them in the landscape yep. because they they are a little picky and well drained for sure yeah get that for top of the root rot i guess is what well, now, so that bird feed that you gave me last time lasted about a half a day as I watched it. As, as And then the squirrels got it and went up to the tree. Are you talking about the suet? The suet and had a big laugh about it. <laughs> it, it was the, the little uh, teddy bear and the little Christmas-shaped uh, bird feed. That's right. I, I it, think I had a boot. I had an owl. Yeah. Okay. I told you. Birds don't get it, the squirrels get it and haul it off, and that's kind of fun to watch. Yeah, it is. It is. I don't. Oh, they were up there going, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Rufus, Rufus has been imitating squirrels all morning. It's, it's, uh, been, it's been quite entertaining. Well, you know, he's a little squirrely. So. That, yeah, ah. yeah. That's what his opponents have always said about yeah. Rufus. <laughs> that, was, that was always part of the campaign. Yeah. He's a little I got, squirrely. I got your back, Rufus. You got my back, baby. <laughs> well, I am so glad to hear from you, dear lady and, and good friend. And uh, we wish you the best, you and your mom. And 
uh, we want you back on the show here as soon as you're available. Huh? I'm riding. She's right here with me. Oh, okay. Well, well, that's great. You know, we y'all have a great time, but uh, I, I want you want Happy you on the show. Year. Happy New Happy Year. Happy New Year to y'all. Thank you. And uh, we want you on the show real soon, Miss Nelson, so get on right. back safely. Yes, sir. Take care, guys. All right. You too, and thanks so much for calling. Yes, sir. Bye. 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 Miss Nelson Cox, owner of the Garden Hut in Fuqua Arena. Uh, what a wonderful place that is. Of well, I meant to ask her if she knew Cindy Pierce, who wrote oh, me, yeah, this, from Fuquay. I bet wrote she me this beautiful letter about uh, the uh, Miss Johnson's boarding house. Yeah. Uh, something we talked about the first hour. We'll have to revisit that. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up on WPTF. It's 1019. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at Bartlett. I think that was Andrew Erdman maybe doing that commercial. He's such a nice, oh, guy. nice they're guy. all they're all, they're all so wonderful over there, and we, we appreciate them. They've been on my property many times. Yeah, and been part of this show for a lot of years. But uh, Andrew, Andrew, Mike, I, I again want to, at the beginning of the, the show, I, I thanked uh, – Heather Aldridge for the four o'clock seed she dropped off at Phil's. Yeah. Hope and she's that's listening. one of the reasons why this show is such a blessing to me. Uh, I communicate with people, and, and I used to be on NC Spin, that wonderful show that Tom Campbell hosted for 20 some years. Yes. But I've, I've received more comments from our radio listeners than any other thing I've ever been on. And it's simply because the, it's a loyal base out there of people who care. Yeah. And people like Miss Cindy Pierce and Fuquay, and I hope that uh, she wrote me a letter, Nelsa. Yeah, we where, we forgot to ask Nelsa if she yeah, knew Cindy. Where she talked about her grandmother, Miss Annie Johnson, used to run a boarding house in behind the governor's mansion when I was attorney general, and I ate there about twice a week, and weighed, of course, two hundred and forty pounds. <laughs> and it was the most wonderful time in the world. And and I remember the. At noontime, every day she would have it on WPTF. Yeah. And Eddie Arnold would come on with the, the cattle farm call. hour. Yeah, the farm hour. The That's farm right. hour. Yeah. Wow. And, and he would yodel the you know, I'm not going to try to do that. With Wally Osmond. I, I don't want to scare anybody to death here with that, Phil. I, I saw you. My daddy <laughs> could yodel. He could sing yeah. really well, too, and play a guitar. But, but it's, it's, it's the listeners that, that make this show. And of course, with our, our leader over there, Mike. <laughs> But the driver, the, the driver with the whip, who drives us off the road again. And, yeah. and people like the whip. <laughs> I hope the whip is doing well. Yeah. And that is what distinguishes this show from anything else I've ever been on, is because of the loyal listeners who keep up with us. Who we do who recognize our voices, even if they don't know our face. Right. And I just I love uh, that we're starting off a new year, and if Mike will have me, I intend to be around a long time too. Oh my goodness. Yeah, as as long as you want, as long as I'm here, you will certainly be on, and and uh, Phil and and everybody else. I, it's you know, it's it really is a family. It. I really appreciate it too. It I really, love this family. Yeah, and the the listeners are a part of that family. Yes. Even if you don't call, you're you're a part of it. Just like Francis and New Hill. Oh, Francis. Francis 
Francis uh, does business with our our sponsors, and she calls the show and a loyal listener. Francis, uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And you know what? I was going to call in and tell y'all how thankful I am for this show, but y'all just said it all. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, Francis. It's kind of a respite, isn't it, from from our, our daily troubles and what's going on in the oh, world? At least that's... that's uh, every Sunday morning. Get, I mean, Saturday morning. Yeah. Getting up and hearing this show. Uh, I don't have a question this morning. I just wanted to tell you all how thankful I am for uh, Mike and Rufus and Phil and all the others you have on there. Yep. Uh, I just love Phil's nursery and wish I was that, living a little bit closer to it. But uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's. I've told her many times. It's like a little community in well, itself, a little village. Yes, it is, and uh, and don't ever let Rufus go because no, no, no. no. I, I, he's. Well, I, I wish. I wish that I had known many many years ago that he was a. Gardner, could you have, when you were Secretary of State, for instance, could you have done this? I don't know if you could have done this show if you were Secretary of State in, in office like that. Oh, I think so, because it's non-political. Yeah. Okay. I guess yeah. it, as long as you weren't running for office, maybe you, right. could, have, you could have done it. But Thank you I, so much for all you do, and I look forward to a, a fresh and new and brighter 2021. Yeah, we're all we're all hoping for that. Uh, we appreciate you too, Francis. Okay. You're yeah. so kind. Thank you, Francis. Yeah, Francis is uh, out at New Hill. Is uh, she's? I think she called. Ask used to call. Ask your neighbor too. So she's a longtime listener of uh, WPTF, and we we appreciate that too. Uh, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. You called your brother who grows poinsettias and other plants up in King, North Carolina, near near Mount Airy, but he didn't have any Daphne's. Huh? No. Um, they're, they're a little expensive the, from the people that have them. I'm checking right now to see if yeah, that's, we and they're can not, find any. They're, hard to, they're really hard. To, yeah, supply and demand. but. Yep. It's they're just really hard to find the, the low supply of them because they're they're very picky in developing their root systems. They right. like to be transplanted, and right. once you plant one in your landscape, be very sure of where you <laughs> plant them because you don't want to try to move one because you'll lose no. it most no. likely. No. Uh, I, I think most people do, but uh, and they they have uh, disease problems of phytophthora root rot that plagues boxwoods and some other plants. Rhodos. Rhododendron. Yeah. Is, rhododendrons and Daphne's, things like that, like to be, azaleas, like to be planted. Of course, rhododendrons, azaleas are rhododendrons or rhododendrons are azaleas. Which is it? Ro- azaleas are rhodos. Rhododendrons, right. Yeah. So they, they all have very shallow root systems yeah. and don't like wet feet. Right. If you think about it, you know, if you if you've ridden on the blue ridge parkway or places up in the mountains yeah i mean yeah, they're just they're on the side of a hill they're just kind of and propped so, there exactly and so they they have good drainage and that's what they need yeah yep you don't find them in a bog nope that's definitely true. not but we we need plants that grow in bogs because we have them i noticed getting off of the belt line on the capitol boulevard from coming from the six forks area there is a pool. A pond. There is a pond. <laughs> a pond. Over there. I know. I and it's that. it gets bigger and bigger and it has been there for months and months. It yeah, it's, always it's so pretty big. Apparently this a low lying. Yeah. yeah. 
So I know that's that really too. another interesting aspect. Yeah. Uh, more of the weekend gardener coming up. Another half hour here on WPTF nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Whoops, I didn't get there before the music ran out. <laughs> we were looking at a hot dog that that uh, some uh, listeners, Scooter and Janet. You know Scooter and Janet? Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Fine uh, people. They they sent. And this, this hot dog looks like it's got lots of chili and it looks like cheese under it. So it's chili and cheese and the hot dog and bun. Mm, it looks good. Yeah, it does. It looks like a dump truck full of, of chili on it. <laughs> if it's not hot, <laughs> you'll it eat do- it. It does. It does look like a dump truck full. It, 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 there's plenty of it there. Yeah, that looks, looks delicious. Thank you for sending that. And hello to you fine people. That makes me want a hot dog for lunch. So I may have, may have to get a hot dog somewhere. Uh, Moon is with us. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. How are you? How can we help you? Oh, yeah. I really enjoy the uh, weekend gardening every week. Thank you very much. Where are you calling from? What city? I I live in Silva. Silva. Oh, wow. You live in Silva. That That is, uh, is that west of Asheville? Yes, like to... uh, Western Carolina University. Oh, yeah, yeah, and you have that beautiful courthouse there. So how did you... Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's it a good a... barbecue place up there, too. The... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, Silva yeah, has the courthouse I... with the... It's way up on top of a hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So how did you find out about the Weekend Garden? Are you, you from this oh, area? The, I listening to the radio uh, for a long time. Every week I enjoy, almost every day. Wow. How about wow. that? Well, thank you very much, Moon. Yeah, Are... I enjoy. Then I have a question regarding the crepe murder. Yes. I've been uh, keeping that in front yard since 1982. Wow. Wow, that's great. So, uh, I've been trimming every week, every year. So uh, have you uh, about uh, recently does not really bloom and then blooming later almost near the frosting time. Now have you when you say trimming have you been drastically trimming it or just kind of taking a limb out an errant limb out here and there? Just to top off. Oh. Oh, so you've been murdering the crepe myrtle? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that. Well, that's what that's what uh, horticulturists uh, Tony uh, Tony Avon, I believe, is the first person that, who ever coined that phrase. But they they don't seem to thrive when you do that because the limbs that grow out are very spindly and dainty, and they weak. they can then weak. Uh huh. And Somewhere, I think that there's kind of a misconception that if you do that, then you you can get more blooms or an extra bloom or or, or something that it needs uh-huh. to be cut back to refresh it, or or if you buy one that is too large, uh-huh. you that's the way you take care of it. But 
you know, they're all different sizes of crepe myrtles, so that's a better way. It's better to buy one that fits your landscape better. Uh-huh. The, but that that can, uh, you know, if that's the way you like it, that's fine. But as for the blooming, it you know, it really has to work hard. When you do that to it, it really has to work hard to grow the leaves and the limbs back and then to bloom is asking is asking a lot sometimes. Well, what what I'm asking, Moon, is I I have never heard of a crepe myrtle thri- thriving in the western part of the state. Like we we never have grown any in Boone, and I and in Silva, Jackson County. Well, that's farther are, south. Are you telling me that that you're growing a crepe myrtle that they grow there? Oh well, you know when I planted in 1982 in this town, that. I don't see any crepe mother uh, planting in, in the town. Uh-huh. But nowadays, if the weather is getting warmer, uh. then lots of uh, crepe mother is planting. Then, by the way, the Western Carolina University, mm-hmm. they landscaped uh, all around the campus now. Oh, a crepe myrtle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, great. It's blooming pretty good. Huh. Well, it, it well. I think that a lot of people. Now I have I have friends in my neighborhood who have, have have chopped the top off, and they do it every every year, and and that's the way they prefer it. They they want to keep it a certain size and certain look and so forth. But I I think it has, it really has to work too hard. Now we, we you know there are blooming plants, spring flower like azaleas and and camellias and. And you you trim those drastically, and they have to they have to really work to to grow the limbs back and put leaves on so they can deal with the photosynthesis so they can survive. The blooms are a little extra, <laughs> and uh, you you know blooming comes from from stress to a certain extent. But they it's really tough when you when you grow something for the blooms if you if you cut it back drastically every year and i think that's part of the problem i I don't think you're going to get as certainly as good a bloom set with that type of pruning that you would not pruning on top yeah i i would i would not do that that's something that we have kind of preached against uh, on this show or the, the the really good horticulturists have that it the tree was not meant for that there, there are, uh, yeah. Diameter, diameter is about six inches wide, so that's pretty good, pretty big tree. Yeah, the the trunk, it it's, it oh, sounds yeah. like uh, now, there are varieties that will get six feet, and there are some that will get thirty feet tall, uh-huh. and so there and and plenty in between. So it's it's better to buy, as I mentioned uh, when we started the conversation, it's better to buy one that suits your landscape better rather than trimming now there's there's plenty to trim there but you there are limbs that kind of cross each other and the interior of the crepe myrtle can get really full so you want to mm-hmm. get rid of some of those limbs and kind of give it a room to breathe nice. the interior but other than that we we're not we don't promote the uh, the, the crew cut Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Now, you could go down Moon and and clip off the if you clipped off a, a foot or so, you're not going to be murdering it at that. But it, right. it sounds to me like you have whacked off about half of the tree. Yeah. 
but it's still living. And you know that's that's one of the great things about crepe myrtles. They're they're very forgiving, and they I mean they're almost impossible to get rid of <laughs> if you're trying to get rid of them. They keep the coming back. Keep coming. Uh, yeah. Sprouting side every year, and that's what happens. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad you are were successful in growing one out in Silva, and we're so glad that you listened to the show. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, I enjoy so much. And the next from eleven o'clock, uh, I listening every week. Also, the Bill Alexander. He's, yes, uh, he's a he's, he's a former a former state legislator and a lawyer. Uh, and just a, a wonderful guy. His dad was was in the member legislature, of member of Congress, Mr. right? Hugh Alexander and, and I. Uh, Bill is a very dear friend of mine, and is a splendid individual. He is a top flight attorney and person. So wow. we're we're glad you I'm we're glad so you listen to him. Here and I really enjoy his radio show every Saturday. Yeah, wonderful. Also, I um, enjoy his uh, the Zoom. Um, yeah, he's he's doing he's ha- um, having meetings with uh, people now. Uh, these seminars that he used to do, he does them by Zoom now. Yeah, I learned. Right, cool. wonderful. Well, I I, I hope that uh, he's listening or somebody associated with uh, his practice is listening. Oh well, yeah, and then I talked to a friend. Listen, this is the WPTF. And then a lot of friends. Oh, really? You can yeah. come here. That's right. You can. Well, you can. Oh, that's great. You certainly uh, wptf.com can can get us most anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I that's wonderful. Well, I hope that you will. You're a regular listener. I hope you will become a regular caller. You'll call us occasionally, and <laughs> okay. you can be one of our Western North Carolina correspondents. Oh, can I ask something else? Sure. I, I, we have tons of groundhog around the house. Oh, well, oh, you know, no we, we, we've tried, we've tried <laughs> dealing with groundhog yeah. problems, and I don't know how successful we've been, but go ahead. Well, I don't know what to do. They, this year, I planted um, the um, zucchini and mm-hmm. the pumpkin and tomatoes, and they are wiped out. They love vegetables. All right. Well, how how do we keep them away? Do we trap them, Phil? Is that is that yeah, the best way? We or? had to we we had to call a wildlife guy, and they ate all of our. We had them growing to sell, and they ate everything. Uh, they just eat so much, so much green, like yeah. veggie type stuff and leaf type stuff. They they can eat so much in one day it's ridiculous and and so we had to call the wildlife people to trap them but you can trap them you have wow. to take them at least twenty miles from your house yeah wow. so or you can get somebody to do it to like yeah. there are people who handle squirrels and addicts and yeah and uh, groundhogs but up under there, buildings and there's so, so many of them up there I'm right. not sure there's some um, Amos Garden has got a groundhog. Um, uh, that's deterrent. Cer- that's yeah. certainly uh, something you Repellent. should. Repellent. Yes. You could uh, try, and that's one of our sponsors. And mm-hmm. I, I, I would think that it would be available in Silva, in the Silva area, in Jackson County. Is that right? If, yeah. If you could find a hardware store. Yeah. A local hardware store. We're talking uh, about a repellent, yes. basically, a it's safe called, repellent. It's called I Must Garden. And if you and listen, if you listen to the show in the, in the spring, you you hear that a lot because uh, Marilyn is uh, advertising with us, and so 
uh, you can try that and and uh, try some of the pest control people and oh, okay. things like that. But yeah, if there are a lot of if there are a lot of <laughs> you know if there are a lot of groundhogs up there, I don't know what you're going to do. Well, this year we had bear came out. Well, there's definitely. I don't know if there's. A, <laughs> oh. Is there an Imus Garden bear repellent? I haven't seen one. It's spelled R U N. Run. <laughs> yeah. This is first year they pulled out all the leaves and berries about month of September. Well, yeah. as long as they don't run after you if, uh, <laughs> or, or eat any kin, <laughs> whatever they do is fine. Just just uh, send them over to eat the what barbecue you want, restaurant. Leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe they. At any rate, Moon, thank you so much. Well, thank you very much. Yes, ma'am. I enjoy. Thank everything. you so much for calling us from Silva. Wow. That's great. Have a wonderful day. Happy New Year. As they say up there, Sylvie. Sylvie, yes, yeah. Happy, healthy, happy new year. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, we'll talk to Mil- uh, Mike in Hillsborough coming up on WPTF. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Ooh, we only have uh, about eight minutes left. Yeah, the show. Mike is in Hillsboro. Mike, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning, everybody. How are you? We're great. I hope you're well, Mike. We haven't heard from you for a while. Well, I'm still listening. I'm still here. I'm glad. I'm glad. How can we help you? I just want to make a comment about the Western North Carolina crepe myrtles. Yeah. Okay. I have a very dear dear friend that was living in Durham, and she had a crepe myrtle I actually had given her. Uh It was a Natchez. And she moved to Asheville, and she dug it up and took it with her, and that tree just flourished up there. Wow. How wow. about that? That's good news. Well, that is down south. I mean, it's the mountains, but compared to, to Boone, it's, it's yeah, pretty far I, south. My, my reference point is Boone. Yeah. I've, I've never seen one grow there. and I've, In fact, I tried one time, but that's back as, as before the, the climate change. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't noticed. The next time I go to Boone, I'll have to— to check that out, yeah. and, and uh, we all will. Yeah, I have another. I have another comment. I'm kind of surprised that our former Watergate figure did not comment uh, when the lady was talking about Jackson County about our former esteemed uh, governor, uh, who is from Jackson County, uh, Silver, North Carolina, Dan Moore. Oh, I oh, had yes. forgotten that. I knew he was from the mountains. Oh, I didn't yeah, realize the, he was the from mountain Silver. man, Dan Moore. Yeah. Dan K. Moore, he was governor from 64 to 68, and um, uh, his wife was very uh, involved in restoring and helping the governor's mansion. Yes. Yeah. Oh, what a, yeah, what a wonderful guy he was, and and he, you know, he's one that uh, was not real outspoken, kind of um, under the radar type governor that we had and uh, non-controversial while he was governor the rural electrification administration was having a uh, big meeting at orange high school in hillsborough and i happened to be an usher at that meeting standing out in front of the school passing out programs and up comes this huge cadillac limousine with governor moore in it right and governor moore got out and he says hello i'm dan moore (laughs) And I says, I, I like your car, Governor Moore. And he says, well, uh, get in there and try it out and see how you like it. 
I know he was just he was just folks. He oh, really was. My very folksy. My uh, neighbor across the street neighbor um, was so proud to grow up across the street from Tim Valentine, mm-hmm. who was uh, Dan Moore's legal advisor and at one at one point uh, Democratic Party chairman and congressman and legislator and all of that. But I, I do remember that black limousine being. Uh, popping up over there once in a great while. That big Cadillac. That in a tiny little Ford Falcon, I don't know if it was a Ranchero or what uh, that that the late uh, great ag person from WRL, Uncle Ray Wilkinson was driving. They were close friends. And so those were the two cars I remember over there. I just uh, you know, I just liked the people who were were in those cars very very much. Ray Wilkinson and Dan Moore. Well, go- Governor Dan Moore was actually. So the governors of North Carolina ride around in Crown Victoria highway patrol cars. They stopped. Yeah, yeah they don't have the big limousines anymore. Well, yeah, they they now go in the in the sports utility vehicles. Uh, Governor Dan K. Moore's wife was named Janelle. Right. <coughs> and and he at one time after that got on the Supreme Court after he being was. governor. Yeah. And he was the uh, lawyer for Canton Mills, I believe, before. Before he became governor, as I recall, wow, uh, well, the, he was... the general counsel for the 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 Canton Mill. Yeah, wonderful. Anyway, he was he was the mountaineer governor. Jackson. The one thing I will say about Jackson County Courthouse, if you've ever seen it, you'll never forget it. It's one of the most beautiful yep. courthouses. It really is. It is. At least the and photos. I've never proud. visited there, and I, I I hope to sometime. Oh, it's I, been in several movies before. I'd I'd like to be like Carl Gertz. And uh, visit every courthouse in in North Carolina. Maybe well, that's what that I'll do when I retire. A high knoll. Yeah, it, it really is. Three hundred steps you have to go up to get into. It. <laughs> Unless you went up the road to the back, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a trick. Courthouse. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Well, Mike, thank you so much. We always like hearing from you, and and uh, so you grew up in in Silva. No. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm strictly Orange County. Oh, okay. You just uh, you're a, a good uh, historian, geography person. Well, I like history, and I I have been to that courthouse before. Well, it, it uh, you're right. You defendant, by the way, but I have I have, I like to go around old courthouses and old churches. Yeah, oh, absolutely. good I, for you. I love your yeah. old courthouse there too in Hillsboro. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I gave many a speech there in my career. I bet. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Mike, thank you very much. You're welcome. Y'all have a good week. You too. Call us again. You know, when you're servicing your car, you need to know your cycle of service. Your cycle of service, you know, begins the month you buy your car. Get a little responsibility there. That cycle does not necessarily match with the normal seasonal changes, though. At King's Auto Service, they will schedule your service intervals based on that cycle. And for those of you using synthetic oil, and that's predominant now, Driving limited miles, for instance, you may go months past a normal service based on those miles, and and you'll certainly need to schedule your service two to three times a year. So during that service, Kings will check the wipers, the belts, the uh, tires, transmission levels, a lot of other things. And for those of you driving hybrid vehicles, they got you covered at Kings, too. They offer a refurbished high-voltage battery pack for less than the dealer will charge to replace it. So that can save you a lot of money. 
This usually occurs in an average of 150,000 miles or so. So call King's today to schedule a courtesy battery analysis, King's Auto Service, and King's Correct Lube. Easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and at kingautomotive.net. King's Automotive Service, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. So, Phil, you'll have some new pansies? We will. We'll have a new crop by the end of January, hopefully the about the third week. Yeah. And, they look great. And build up the soil, make a mound up the soil before yep. you plant them. Yep. Yep. That's, uh, they need good drainage, just like a, a Daphne, which is yes. which is becoming more and more elusive. Brother yes. Rufus, you doing anything in the landscape today? Well, I'm going to finish planting up the digitalis that Phil gave All me. All right. And finish the uh, uh, hollyhocks. And I, I, I hope to have some beautiful, beautiful things in the spring of the year and the summer. Yeah. Uh, she had this great perennial giveaway that people should know about every year that is just incredible for people that want to get into perennials. Right. They may not look like exactly what you, you think, but what a what a wonderful thing for Phil to do. Phil, thank yeah. you so much. For, uh, thank we'll, you for having we'll me. We'll get you back on soon. All right. And Brother Rufus, Take we'll care. see you next week. Be right here. Sam, thank you very much, as always, for producing the show. And uh, God love you, everybody. Please be careful. Have a wonderful new year.